makes the catch. And for the first time in 13 years, the Mississippi Braves are league champions. Well, happy Monday, March the 7th, 2022, and welcome back to the podcast as we continue to count down until opening day, which for the minor leagues this year, as I'm going to say it as many times as has to be possible, Major League Opening Day might be pushed back, but minor league baseball opening days are on schedule, and the Embraes will play host to Montgomery at Trustmark Park on Friday, April the 8th. So stay tuned for tickets going on sale for that. So while the major leagues may be postponed for just a bit as that work stoppage continues, minor league baseball is on schedule. Well, as we count down to opening day in the minor leagues, we're going to continue to check in in spring training with some former, current, potential future in Braves. And today on the podcast, we're going to visit with a guy who really became a fan favorite in 2021, part of the Double-A South Championship squad. He hit 18 home runs, part of that great power-hitting team that hit 143 home runs and you Mississippi Braves record last year. But for Drew Lugbauer, it was a breakout season for him. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about him going into the season, not even as an everyday player on this roster, and talk about what's going on down at Northport's uh, complex as there is no major league spring training going on, but minor league spring training got started on Sunday and is in full force down in Florida. So without further ado, we welcome in a former Mississippi Brave. His name is Drew Lugbauer. It's a breakout season for Drew back in 2021, part of the championship team. He had a big home run during the championship series and in game five. And, you know, I think amongst all Braves farmhands, one of the top handful of guys who upped his stock last year. First off, Drew, uh, good to talk to you. How are you doing and how's your offseason been? Yeah, no, great to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be on. Uh, had a great offseason. Really learned a lot more and you know, fine-tuned some stuff and got some got some rest after that that long season after not playing in 2020. So all around good offseason and uh, looking forward to get back going again. Let's touch on last year a little bit and and kind of take it in some different phases. Season ends, we win a championship. You know, obviously there's a lot of jubilation. We had a long year to get there. I think for most everybody that was a part of it, it took a lot out of everybody last year with all the COVID restrictions, the guidelines, the protocols, uh, a lot of things on and off the field, maybe most fans wouldn't even really realize about. So tell me, once the season was over, did you spend maybe a little bit more time than you thought kind of detoxing from the season and from baseball to just kind of clear your mind a little bit? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Like you said, it was was a lot going on. We had a lot of guidelines, like either, either no, like no or less restrictions or we had that COVID outbreak in end of August. So it was maximum restrictions, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Right. So that team is, that team went through so much, especially early on in the year with the manager change and just a lot, a lot of stuff going on, but it was a resilient group, a, a group of guys that came in every day that wanted to work and get better. And that was the main goal. So through everything that, you know, kind of went our, like was thrown in our way, we kind of just, you know, grinded through it and, and came every day and, you know, worked, worked our, worked our butts off and, you know, had that championship in mind pretty much the whole time for you going into the season. This may be a term that maybe some fans aren't familiar with, but if you're in the game, you you know what it means. And that's called a priority player. You went into last year, not necessarily as a priority player in this organization, but you turned yourself into one. Just tell me about the mindset going into last season and, and how 
things evolved as the year went on for you? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I just kind of went into that year and uh, believed in myself and you know, knew what I was capable of doing. And um, kind, of a, kind of a lesson I've learned is when you get your opportunity, you know, try to make the most of it. And, um, you know, it's still, it's still the mindset now. It'll always be the mindset going into, you know, anything I go into, but, uh, just making the most of every opportunity and, you know, doing, doing what I can to help the team win whenever I get that, that chance. You jumped into the lineup, obviously at times during the month of May, as we started during the month of May, then into June, uh, worked your way up into one of those key roles. Once it got down to August, September and into the postseason. how do you build on a season like that? How do you go into this year? Uh, after having, you know, success, and I know maybe you want to improve on that 223 batting average, but the 18 home runs and what is one of the hardest places to hit home runs in all of minor league baseball, so much to build on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you said, there's, there's a lot to build on. There's a, a lot of pieces there that, that worked and there's some, some things that need some fine tuning. So, you know, just going in every day and trying to get better that day and, you know, and, you know, the past is the past, the future is the future. I gotta be, I gotta be present. And my main goal is, you know, to get, to get at least 1% better today and you know the next day and the day after that let's talk about what things are like uh down there in spring training i think the the most hyperbole you could say is things are a little bit different down there uh how long have you been down at the complex in florida at northport and then i think things officially got started on march the 6th yeah i've been down here for about a month now just uh wanted to get out of new york that's where obviously where i'm from and I uh, get down here, get on, get on the field and uh, be in the warm weather and just, you know, be down at the facility, working with some other guys. Um, and yeah, we officially started uh, yeah yesterday um, and energy is really good. Uh, everyone's in here, especially the double A guys. We're kind of giving everyone, giving everyone some, uh, some jazz because we won the championship, but uh, uh, definitely, definitely excited to see everybody. And it's, it's, it's been fun so far. You talk about winning the championship and, you know, I think for most fans, they understand when you go to spring training, you're basically a conglomerate of over a hundred guys spread out over four or five different fields. So what's it like? What was it like the first day of minor league spring training? Honestly, it didn't really feel like, obviously everyone's excited. It's new season, new start, clean slate, all that kind of stuff. So like all those butterflies, everything is into it. But a lot of the guys in our group are, are guys from the double A team. So it's, uh, it was kind of just like picking up where we left off, just, you know, joking around, having fun, uh, competing and, you know, getting after it. With major league guys not there right now, you say, well, for minor league guys, if they're there, nothing really changes. But it does take away some potential at bats for you guys in spring training games late into games. So what's what's, I guess, the most noticeable thing? with the major league guys not being there outside of the more obvious no games being played honestly that's probably about it like you said we would we would go up back up sometimes or uh they need us over there for an away game or something but other than that i mean besides besides the traffic outside the stadium it's pretty much uh pretty much the same thing it's it's just us on the fields and uh doing the same things that we usually do how many guys were there when you got there you know about a month ago about 20 30 and then each week, it kind of, kind of started ten more, ten, fifteen more guys each week. Um, and right up until the week before spring training, we had a, we had a, a really big group there. So that was, that was really good to see. Talking to Drew Lugbauer, finished with eighteen home runs last year for the Double A South champion Mississippi Braves. Uh, became a huge part of that that team that won the championship. You know, we get little tidbits of what happens down there. I know today I saw some of the. I call them the scribes of the Atlanta Braves ducking behind chain link fences to watch you guys <laughs> talk about batting practice from Michael Harris. 
Um, but what are, what are some things you've seen from, uh, some guys that, that get you excited? I mean, yeah, Mike, Michael Harris is just a tremendous talent. I, I've got to, I never got to really share the field with him in a game before, but, uh, watching him practice is, is unbelievable. He's great, great, great player, unbelievable athlete. But, uh, I mean, a lot of guys stick out. A lot of guys have come to camp ready and look really good. So it's kind of hard to just pick one, but especially the guys in our group, uh, everyone, everyone came hungry and, and ready to go. So that's been, that's been good to see, especially for me. It's, it's good to see those guys and, uh, you know, kind of up my game a little bit too, because they all came ready to go. When do games start for you guys? I want to say the next, maybe in 10 days. I, I'm not, I'm not totally sure. Um, maybe a little less than that, maybe about a week, I would assume. Don't have much, the full schedule yet. How much of, of the major league guys not being there is, is discussed? Not not really much. I mean, it, like I said, it just pretty much is spring training as normal. I know, of course, I think the, the big thing for us being with a minor league team is the fact we know our season is going to start on time. You know you're going to be playing on April 8th somewhere. Right, right. Uh, at, at that point, now – it could change where you end up uh, because of a lack of, of, of the 40 man guys. I always say one of the, the toughest questions to ask is, is, you know, where you see yourself this season, but this year it, it's, it's even more of a, a mystery because you don't know who, when, where, how things are going to be coming together. So uh, even more so than normal years, you know, you just don't know what's what's going to be that next step or, or where you might be headed to start this 2022 regular season. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's something that, you know, as a younger player, you can kind of get caught up in. And now it's just kind of focusing on, you know, what I got to do to get better. And regardless of where I'm put, because it's you know completely out of my control, uh, just, you know, got to do got to do what I can um, wherever I'm at. So, you know, trying to invest all that time about thinking where I'm going to be is, is kind of just, you know, something you can never control. So it's something I try not to worry about and, you know, try to get spread that message along to the younger guys as well. It's just wherever you're at, you know, do, do what you can to, to succeed and help the team and you will move up. Let's go back to last year one more time and talk about uh, the season because it was special in many different regards. And to describe the 2021 uh, Mississippi Braves, you have to talk about the power. Uh, it became the, the best year as far as home runs in Mississippi Braves history. Had you guys actually been able to play 120 instead of 111, I think the franchise record overall might have uh, had a chance to go down as well. Uh, just talk about that aspect of the success last year and why the home run ball was so important. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had some dudes that could hit on that team, I'll tell you that. Uh one through nine, no matter who was in the game, they could go deep at any time. So that was that was exciting, uh, just as a player. But we had we had some really really good pitching. So you know they they really kept us there defensively, and uh, we just knew that if we could score a couple of runs here and there, our pitchers got us. So that kind of took a little bit of pressure off of us, uh, knowing that our pitchers were you know pretty dominant out there. That we can go up there and kind of do our thing, hitting not not pressing to score runs because we knew really at any time we we could. We could go deep and, you know, put a three spot up or whatever. And then our pitchers would come in and kind of shut the door. You talk about pitching and, and you're exactly right. I mean, those guys, they had a 3.5 ADR, one of the top ERAs in all of double A baseball. Uh, it was a good team that ran the bases extremely well, picked their opportunities. 
And then I thought the most underrated part of the, the year last year was the defense. It seemed like uh, day in, day out, that was one thing you could consistently count on is you guys playing great defense. Yeah, and that, that's a credit to the guys that were struggling or were going through something for a week or two, like like we all did. But we went out there every day, and you know we, we took pride in that. We, we held each other accountable and hyping each other up when we made a good play. So everyone kind of wanted to do that next. Uh, be the next guy to make a good play because you know you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of a lot of praise for it. So like I said, our, our pitchers went up there and, and competed, so that that you know made us want to go out there and make a play for them. So everything was kind of working working like a well-oiled machine, and you know that like you said, it w- it was very underrated how how good that defense was. Talking to Drew Lugbauer, New York guy, obviously went to Michigan. Looks like the Wolverines behind. Phil Martelli going to find themselves in the uh, NCAA tournament. You enjoying watching those guys? Yeah, and we got we got Jawan Howard back, so uh, I'm excited. Like it's been a, it's been a little bit of a down year for our guys, but uh, I think we have a lot of talent, and I think you know once we once we start clicking, and which we have a little bit the past the past couple of weeks, seen some seen some spurts of it. So I think if we can fire on all cylinders, we got a, we got a really good shot. Favorite spring training hobbies that you do not do during the regular season. Uh, well, this year I wanted to take up fishing, um, but since the abundance of alligators in our complex, we are not allowed to fish on site. So going to have to try to go somewhere else for that, but uh, definitely want to pick that up a little bit. You just get a bigger hook. Yeah, yeah, good. About 12 footer, I don't know. The thing you're most excited for in 2022? Uh, just being around the guys. I, 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 told a, I told a few guys that weren't part of the team last year how special it was just walking into the locker room every day um, and seeing everybody. And, you know, it's, you need that when you're playing. And I think that's what really helped us throughout the year, through everything we've been through is that positivity in there and how everyone kind of got along and gelled and showing up every day was, was all, it was, I was excited to go to the field. It wasn't one of those, uh, you know, I don't want to see this person. I don't want to see that person. It was, you know, I'm excited to go see everybody and joke around and, you know, make fun of whoever, you know, messed up a play yesterday or, or hype somebody up that hit two homers or whatever, had five RBIs and tell them how good they are kind of thing. It was, it, it was a lot of fun. And we, we, we had a lot of fun that year. So kind of bringing that over to this next year. And uh, regardless of wherever everybody's at, kind of bringing that same energy and, you know, building that clubhouse up. And lastly, the pitcher currently in camp, you're most afraid to face. Hmm. I don't know. Uh Well, I stood in on a on a Bryce Elder bullpen the other day, and he, he threw a cutter that that moved like 18 feet. So I'm not really looking forward to breaking my bat off of him if I ever have to face his cutter. So uh, I would say Bryce Elder at this point, but I don't know. Those that staff, uh, that Mississippi staff, kind of steer clear from them because nobody nobody in our league wanted them either. So I don't know if I want them right now. I was gonna say maybe possibly a Schuster uh, changeup. True. Yeah. Yeah. Schuster changeups is pretty nasty. So. Yeah, there's a lot of guys, but uh, the first one that came to my mind was Elder because I, I, I had the opportunity to stand in on him, um, not swing, but saw his cutter and was like, all right, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a broken bat for sure. So, Drew, great to catch up with you. Glad you're doing well and uh, send our best to everybody down in camp. And uh, maybe we'll see you in April. Maybe we'll see you up somewhere else in April, but look forward to seeing you next time that happens. Awesome, man. Yeah, look forward to seeing you too. Thanks for having me on.